Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about rooting ourselves in the inspired Word of God. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about what is so special about the Word of God that I can root my life in it. You can walk into a library and it's going to have tens of thousands of books But very few of them will change your life. Even fewer will change your life for the better. And none of them outside of this book right here will give you an eternal hope that you can be confident about. For millennia, the Bible has been taking hold of people's lives and making them fall to their knees. First with fear, because this book shows us our sin and the consequence of it. And then with faith, because it shows us the mercy and the power of God. But there are a lot of books out there that give comprehensive, uplifting philosophies, yet none of them seem to have the power and enduring relevance of the Bible. Why? Yeah, I think that 2 Peter chapter 1 gives us some explanation here. If you have your Bible, turn with me there. And Peter starts writing in verse 12, I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you have now. I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know that I will soon put it aside, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me, and I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and power. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God, the Father, when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Uh, Above all, here in verse 20, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origins in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You know, Peter knows that he might die before the Lord returns. He's, uh, he's been writing and speaking and he's here on earth, but he knows that's going to end at some point. But as long as he's here, he is going to remind his Christian family to hold true and fast to the truth that they have been firmly established in. He called them to continue going back to that truth because unlike the other information that seems to bombard us from all sides, they had something better than cleverly devised stories. They had the reliable testimony about Jesus Christ. And that testimony, it's recorded for us in scripture, the prophetic message. And when you read scripture, what you are reading does not just come from a man but also from God. The Bible is the collective writing of many different people, but Peter says it is so much more than that. Sure, people spoke and they wrote and they did all of that in their own distinctive styles, but Peter says this book is different than any other for two main reasons. First, 
the writers of the Bible spoke from God himself. When I say something or write something or or record something, it might be okay. It might be reliable. But ultimately, it's based on my perspective of limited time and place. But the Bible writers, what they have to say is not merely from their own limited perspective because they're not the origin of what they were writing. They were simply the instrument God used to convey a message to us. You know, Peter wrote that prophecy never had its origins in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God. The words we read, while they may have been written by men, they are God's truth from his eternal and all-knowing perspective. It was his will, not man's, that ensured that the truth prevailed. Second, not only is what they spoke from God, but how they spoke it was controlled by the Holy Spirit. You know, Peter says that they spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. You know, not only are the general concepts from God, but the actual words are too. The Bible is not simply based on a few sermons that the disciples heard and then had to build a, a worldview around and with God just sitting in the background hoping that they get it right. And be glad for that because what we learn about the disciples as they're listening to Jesus teach is that they were pretty slow to catch on. You know, Christ clearly explained himself over and over and they still got it wrong. No, that's not all we have to rely on, though. We have the words of God himself. You know, while the writers were communicating this truth, they were carried along by the Spirit. Yes, they wrote in their own language, but the Spirit was there to make sure that it was completed to his exact specifications. How incredible is that? Now, let's look a little closer at this passage, though, because it's important to know how much we can put our trust in God's word. We need to know if this book is worth being the foundation of our lives. And someone might point here to 2 Peter chapter 1 and say that Peter is only talking about prophecy. So is what he's saying, is it excluding parts of the Old Testament like the creation account? That's not presented as prophecy to us. It's just told as fact, history. Can we reject any of the history, the stated facts of the Bible as uninspired. You know, as ridiculous as it may sound, some say that, but Peter clearly has a different meaning here. He's not saying that only prophecy is inspired and the rest of scripture is excluded from inspiration, but that prophecy is inspired because it is a part of scripture. That's why in verse 17, he brings up his eyewitness testimony, the the history of the transfiguration of Christ to show how the reader can rely on all of scripture. And we can rely on prophecy because it too is scripture. Peter knew and the spirit guided him to teach us that whatever is in scripture, that's the very words of God written by men who were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Paul wrote something similar in 2 Timothy about the Old Testament scriptures. All scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So none of the Old Testament was written by the whims of the author. It's all God-breathed, prophecy and non-prophecy alike. But what about the New Testament then? It was largely unwritten uh, when Peter and Paul were writing here, and it wasn't put together in this book of books that we have now. 
So can we trust it? Is it reliable? And is it inspired? Did Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Jude, Paul, Peter, the writer of Hebrews, experience inspiration from the Spirit? Were they carried by the Spirit and speak the words of God just like the the Old Testament prophets? That's what Jesus promised in John 16, 12 through 13. He promised this would happen. I have much more to say to you, he said, more than you can now bear. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. And Jesus is saying this before he's crucified, which means it's before Peter had a chance to deny him three times, before Judas had a chance to betray him with a kiss, before his disciples uh, were there at Pentecost and, and received the Holy Spirit. And so clearly they were not ready. And he says that the Spirit of truth is going to come and he's going to share everything they need to know in good time. And all the Spirit shares with them glorifies the Son of God. Then the Apostle Paul confirms that this in fact happened, that this is the source of his teaching. He says, when we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with Spirit-taught words. We can grow deep roots in the Word of God. Because unlike any other book on earth, it's not from the perspective of a mortal writer, but it is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It is in the Bible that we can find the very words of God, the absolute truth. And if we hold to its teaching, we can know the truth and the truth will set us free. That'll do it for this last episode of Rooted Daily Season 1. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.